The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. All right, so I'm not going to do the George Soros story. It's so stupid. So somebody sends an explosive device to his mailbox in his home. A, you're an idiot if you think George Soros is going to open his own mail. B, odds are this is like, what, his 10th home someplace around the world? He's probably not going to be there. We already know he's got places in New York because he's been fighting over that penthouse with his second or third bride that was 10 years old. And the help, I I, I, lo- I mean, we should maybe talk about it because the help gets the package, opens it, and says, ooh, that looks like a bomb in whatever language they speak, and then takes it out to the wooded area and calls the police. That's smart thinking. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good butler right there. Get it out of the house, and that worked because that's where they detonated it. Right? I mean, it actually was a bomb, and he didn't want it going off in the house. That's a lot of cleaning. No way, you can't straighten up the house. I mean, it's it's just a stupid story. They don't even know who did it. I hope that whoever did it is going to be a dolt. I wanted to blow up George with the cars. We're not doing that story. So now I'm supposed to tell me that the show's already started and we actually are doing the story. Welcome to Chewing the Fat with myself, Jeff Fisher. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Good to have you along. Wanted to uh, wanted to thank you all for uh, joining the podcast and for uh, new people. Thank you very much. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, JeffyMRA, uh, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, and Instagram Jeff Fisher Radio. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And you can, of course, uh, when you uh, download uh, and uh, subscribe uh, to Chewing the Fat, make sure you uh, rate and review and share. Very simple. Uh, you rate it, 20 stars. You review it, best podcast ever. And you share it with your friends. In fact, here's an idea. And I just thought of this. That's because there's no off switch on Genius. Okay? In fact, that, that that's, could be the title of my next podcast. No off switch on genius. Uh, just share it. You don't even have to know it. Don't share it with your friends. Just share it. Just type in a name, and if it comes up, share it with them. Best podcast ever. Thank you. Thank you. You can do that for me, right? Right? You can do that for me? <laughs> so, yesterday was the eighth annual Streamy Awards. Eighth annual Streamy Awards. Now, last year, they were up on Twitter. This year, YouTube streamed it. All right, so um, creator of the year, uh, Shane Dawson, congratulations. Show of the year, the Try Guys, congratulations. Action or sci-fi, two-sentence horror stories, congratulations. Animated, story booth, congratulations. Breakout creator, Emma Chamberlain, congratulations. Comedy, Brandon Rogers, congratulations. Documentary, The Truth About Tanacon, congratulations. First person, David Dobrik, congratulations. Immersive, Find Me, congratulations. International, Paw Tips, congratulations. Series, comedy series, Liza on Demand. Drama series, Giants, indie series, The T, nonfiction series, Hot Ones. We have to actually watch that one. Congratulations. Subject of Beauty, James Charles. 
Dance, brought to you by Just Dance 2019. Matt Stefania, fashion, myself. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm happy to accept this award. Oh, no, it wasn't me. It was Nikki and Gabby. Food, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm happy to accept this on behalf of the team. Oh, no, it wasn't me. It was called Worth It. Gaming, Ninja, Health and Wellness, Jay Shetty, Kids and Family. Oh, man. Guava Juice. Congratulations. Lifestyle, Merrill Twins, News, The Philip DeFranco Show, Pop Culture, 73 Questions, Science or Education, Marquet Brownlee, maybe it's Marquis. Sports, Cold as Balls, I may actually have to watch that one too, Social Video, Ninja, ooh, Ninja picking up another one, Story t- Storyteller, Gabby Hanna. Music, breakthrough artist, Marshmallow. Cover song, Walk Off the Earth, Girls You Like, Maroon 5. And podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, On behalf of my team, I'm happy to accept this award. Oh, no, it wasn't me. No, it was a Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. (laughs) You can write your own jokes. For that particular title. Performance, acting, and comedy. Uh, Liza Kashi and Liza on Demand. Congratulations. Or Liza. L-I-Z-A. Acting and drama. Uh, Anna Akana. Youth and Consequences. Collaboration. Candy Johnson and Kim Kardashian. Princess Jasmine Transformation. Oh, man. If that wasn't so beautiful. The Ensemble cast. See, now now we're down into these things. It's, I'm, already, I'm already bored with it. That's why the award shows don't work anymore. It's like, put these, just put these, just, yeah, okay. Ensemble cast, David's vlog. Cinematography, Joe Sabaya, 73 questions. Oh, yeah, because they they won earlier. We love the 73 questions. Olivia Hines, Escape the Night for costume design. Directing, Jesse Ridgway, My Virtual Escape. Editing, Shane Dawson and Andrew Sawicki, The Truth About TanaCon. Visual and Special Effects, Tobias Riker and Ryan Weber, Atropa. Writing, Distorm Power, Caught. Social Good, Company or Brand. Oh, they're giving all kinds of awards. Oh, we're done with this. This is way too long. Way too long. I'm already done. I've moved, I've moved on. All right, I don't care about the congratulations to all the streamy victors. Uh, they were a wonderful year, and we were happy to be a part of it, uh, which we weren't. Uh, but it would have been, you know, it would have been nice, you know, for a call, something. It would be nice. I know that uh, yesterday they announced that uh, iHeart is going to have their first ever podcast awards uh, coming up, uh, which will be a 90 minute ceremony. Ooh. Take place at the iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles. So we're looking forward to that. The show will award winners in 22 categories, 17 of which will be voted by fans. A blue ribbon panel of podcast industry figures will be determined the winners of five top categories. So am I not blue ribbon enough for you? You don't need to answer that, are you do not need to answer that. I already know the answer. You will, however, 
realize that podcasts seem to be taking over the world. And I, and I mean that. I, I read a story uh, yesterday that talked about how why podcasts are so uh, so taking over the world. And you know they're they're bringing storytelling uh, to the 21st century. They're portable. They're intimate. Uh, they're diverse, and they're inspiring. I mean, plus they they say one more thing in their list of why podcasts are taking over, and I disagree with it. The rest of them I agree with. Uh, easy to make and share. I disagree with that. Uh, I guess they're easy to make because you can record yourself into anything. I mean, Facebook or Twitter, all of that. Every Instagram all gives you the opportunity to record audio and video live and put it out there. So I guess I agree with that. They're easy to make. Uh, but sharing it and actually doing it, I mean, there's there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. But the reason that they go away is because they realize that, oh, I got to do this every day. And I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying they, it, it is actually a job. So if you have a, another full-time job and want to do a podcast, bless your heart. Go for it. I hope it succeeds for you. I mean that. More voices. I, I, more voices. I'm a, that is, I believe that. In the bottom of my heart, more voices. But it isn't just putting it out there and you're going to make $8 million a year and give up your other job. It just doesn't happen. What you could do, though. Now, what you could do is apply for a job at Tesla. I mean, they're still looking for uh, somebody to take over uh, Elon's job, right? Wanted a seasoned executive with a steady hand, a passion for electric cars, and someone that can rein in the CEO with itchy Twitter fingers. Good luck. And Elon, look, he's still he's still on fire, right? He just got into a sparring joke with Fortnite on Twitter. So funny talking about buying it and shutting it down. Um, you know, the Fortnite people are freaking out. You know, it's 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 just funny to see it happen. And he also announced that his high speed subway test tunnel is gonna open December tenth in LA. He's already opening that bad boy. So cool. I mean, raise your hand if you don't want to be Elon Musk. That's what I thought. Nobody raised their hands. I'll give you a second. Maybe you can, you know, think twice about it. If you don't want to be Elon, raise your hand. <laughs> That's what I thought. Let's uh, let's go to the break room in the water cooler. I am so thirsty. Oh, so thirsty. So let's say you're uh, you're living in uh, Cheyenne uh, that wants to uh, call itself. Um, the city of kindness and generosity. And you think, wow, this is a great place to live. I, yeah, I, I, I want to I live here. And then uh, they vote, and it fails. No, we don't want to be called city of kindness and generosity. That's uh, no. Uh, no, we do, not, uh, we do not want compassionate Cheyenne's proposal. No. No. We don't want to be known as the kindness and generosity city. Are you nuts? And that's when you say to yourself, man, we probably need to sell our house, move someplace else. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's just that simple. You put your house up for sale and you're looking for a new place in another city that actually wants to be 
part of kindness and generosity movement in America. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Now, you could decide you could be mad at the city council and say, no, we want to be kindness and generosity city, but but I can't take it, so I'm going to put a for sale sign in front of my house, and that's it, and I'm, not, I'm going to move as soon as I sell my house. Yeah, you're not going to sell it. Nobody's going to immediately just stop in front of your house and give you money. You need a real estate agent that knows exactly what they're doing, and that's where realestateagentsitrust.com come in. We have... Thousand towns all over America. We have thousands of real estate agents that want to earn your business, and they know how to get the job done. Sell your home on time and for the most money, and find you a place for the least amount of money. Huh? That's the way it's supposed to be done. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, so good news coming uh, for television viewers. And I kind of mean this. Kind of. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Jerry Springer, who, I don't know if you know who Jerry Springer is. I mean, that's just, that's a dumb question. Of course you know who Jerry is. Now, if you thought that uh, Trump came up with the idea of Trump, 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 uh, no. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Springer show. Uh, He's 74 now, but he's going to host his new syndicated daytime courtroom show called Judge Jerry. How much fun could that be? So it's targeted to premiere next fall. Uh, the Jer- I, I, I'm looking forward to it because Judge Judy has made that's what that's what Jerry's looking at. Jerry's looking at uh, you know started with Wapner. We talked about this not long ago, right? Because it started with Wapner, and then it went to Judge Judy, and now Jerry's like, well, how come I don't have a piece of that pie? I need a piece of that pie, and and who's who, I mean, he's going to do the show. He's are they're already scheduling it. It's Jerry Springer. You gonna say no? I mean, he brings in the the people that go to court. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you know, you're, my people, my people from the parks that go to court need to be in front of a judge because somebody charging us too much for rent, right? We got to go see Judge Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. All right, calm, calm down, calm down. Maybe his gavel will just say Jerry. Jerry, 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 Jerry. That'd be kind of good. Eh, maybe not. Eh, maybe not. Maybe not. All right, so you know how much I love uh, antiques. Uh, collectibles. We'll just call them collectibles. I'm kind of a hoarder. You know, a little bit in there. And uh, I want this, I think, more than I want anything in life right now. Harvey Weinstein's casting couch is up for sale. And the story is talking about we're gonna it's gonna end up at a shooting range. Uh no. No. I want Harvey Weinstein's casting couch in front of me in this studio that I'm sitting in right now. Those of you that are familiar with the Blaze television network, you see and radio network. In the studio I'm in right now, straight across from me, directly across from me, is this beautiful orange couch that's just, you, you anybody would want in their home. But what would be better? Harvey Weinstein's casting couch. I want that more than I want anything in life right now. And to, I, the story is talking about nobody wants the couch. What? That's impossible for me to believe. 
I do not believe that. That is a lie. They are trying to up the price. It's not going to end up in a shooting range. They're trying to up the price on this. And if this helps out Harvey's case, I'm buying it. I want it. But I don't think it does. I think it, I think it's uh, they're shutting down the offices. I think they're uh, shutting down the offices and uh, put the entire third floor of the historic building up for sale three months ago. The, bureau, the brochure says the commercial condo will be delivered vacant. So they've got to get rid of all the furniture. I... It still holds the three-seater sofa. I mean, I'll take the chairs and the table if need be. It's fine. But there is, I, I find this this Michael Rudder of Rudder Property Group. Uh, nobody nobody wants the couch. The circumstances surrounding it make people uncomfortable. Uh, wrong. Wrong. Uh, we need to get Michael Rudder on the phone from Rudder Property Group. I mean, that's this is this is an outrageous travesty, a travesty mockery that they are they're treating this couch with such disdain. This is Harvey Weinstein's casting couch. I will not have talk about Harvey like that. I won't have it. Speaking of the Me Too movement, I don't know why this is a story, but except it's today's world, so it's a story. Uh, Sarah Silverman talks about uh, her. She interviewed was on uh, some show, some guy. I don't know what his name is. How 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 Howard Stern? Yeah yeah yeah. Nobody knows who he is. Um, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> you know what, what does he call himself? The king of broadcasting or broadcasting? Whatever. He's probably damn right on that. There's no question. Uh, between him and Rush, it'd be a fight over him and Rush. But but uh, Howard's done uh, probably a little bit more in uh, other mediums, and so he's definitely the king of media. King of media. So anyway, she uh, says on Howard, she tells Howard that uh, Louis C.K. had uh, done it to himself in front of her. But they were friends. And she even talks about that it was consensual. He would ask. She would say yes or she would say no. And when she said no, it wasn't like he continued to do it. He stopped. She said, I said, oh, uh, we have pizza. Knock it off. Or gross. Or do, yeah, go ahead. And how they used to joke around, throw their clothes out of their apartment and then go naked down to pick them up off the street through the elevator. That's just funny. Who hasn't done that before in their life? Lived up on the second or third floor and thrown their clothes out and then had to walk down to get it naked? Am I the only? Just me and Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman? Is that? <sighs> okay. Anyway, so... Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's Howard Stern's, so she's got to say something provocative, I guess. That's what you go on Howard for. You just, Howard's not going to have you back if you sit there and say, yes, please just read my book, Howard. Thanks for having me on. That's not going to happen, right? And so she's got to say something provocative, and, and that's worth it. But really, again, I don't understand. She said in this interview that what happened was is that uh, uh, it was a different dynamic as years passed because he was a big star and people couldn't say no. Shut up is what I say to that. Uh, no, I just said it. See how easy it is to say if people ask you for permission, Hey, can I do this? It's really simple. If you don't want that person to do what they're asking you to do, you say no. I don't care who it is. 
Now, I will say that if Louie, probably the first time that Louie asked me, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, dude. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, at least, you know. No, never mind. I won't talk about that anymore. But if you ask for consent and they give it to you, it can't be your fault for doing what you're doing. It just can't be. It just can't be. And we're coming up on Halloween. So I just want, this is breaking news, and I just want you to know this for your family so you don't get your family in trouble or anything like that. Because uh, I care here on Chewing the Fat. Uh, we care about you and your family. And Halloween sometimes uh, is purported to be a very dangerous night and a very dangerous time. But people like to, you know, have fun with it and dress up. And You see their yards all decorated and their house is all decorated. And a lot of times the people who have animals uh, find it silly to dress up their animals. Um, well, um, right now, uh, people are being told uh, by the CDC, it's for your safety, that uh, pet owners are to refrain from dressing up their chickens this year. Is that me? Don't look at me like that. I didn't tell you that. It's the CDC. Okay? So if you got chickens and you normally dress them up for Halloween, not this year, my friend. Not this year, my friend. I mean, the CDC is saying that you shouldn't do it due to a particular strain of salmonella. Has anyone checked in with 40 acres and a mule on this network? See how they're doing? Because you know damn well he dresses up his chickens. You know he does. We should talk to him about that because he's probably bummed. And I don't even know if he knows. For his safety, we should contact him and say, uh, dude, Cam, be careful. All right, you got to stop dressing up your chickens this year. All right, this could be possible uh, salmonella poisoning for you and your family, and we do not want that to happen. All right, it's a multi-drug resilience, and it's it's coming in contact with, with chicken products, and just don't dress them up, okay? We've already got 92 people in 29 states being affected with the strain. We don't need you to be infected with it because we care. And you know, you know, if you look back at some of Cam's pictures in the past— I would bet a lot of money that he's got a picture with the chicken dressed up. Say a prayer that we win the lotto tonight. Okay. Mega millions. I know. I know. Uh, Mega millions. $1.6 billion. And And the sad thing is, is if I don't win that tonight, then tomorrow I have the opportunity to win Powerball, okay? which is you know six hundred and some thousand, six hundred and some million dollars. I mean, I'm all ready for it. Okay, I'm I'm good for either one, no problem. But I will say I find it fascinating that now that now is the time when we're all concerned about well they changed they changed the matrix, so there's uh, less of a chance to win. That's why the that's why the that's why the grand prizes are getting so much bigger. Yeah, that was their plan. That's why they did it. In 2015, they changed uh, the Powerball by adding more numbers. So they w- it went from 1 in 275 million to 1 in 292 million. So still less than, I mean, they still got a shot. 
And uh, Mega, they changed uh, last year, which went from one in 258 million to one in 302 million. So, uh, so what? Good. That's what everybody wants the big numbers. All right. You still, you, if you win three numbers or whatever, you four numbers, five or whatever it is, and you get a couple hundred thousand dollars, that's great. But it's not life changing. But the dream of winning, you know, $600 million, that's, that's, I mean, we've talked about it. I know, uh, you know, I, I believe that's what gives hope to people. But really, uh, you know that's not life changing. That's generation changing. I mean, your your family is changed forever because of that. And uh, I mean, it's it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Now, another reason that you could hope and pray to win that money, so that you could maybe get away and not face what's coming. Because I don't know if you noticed, uh, Trump had a big thing in Houston last night uh, for Ted Cruz. Now, he said there were, you know, hundreds of thousands of people lining up for a party, big tailgate party in Houston. Um, that's what he was told. But that was kind of not true. But uh, we played audio uh, earlier today that uh, was on loudspeakers outside of the venue in Houston. I get here today, and uh, I, I'm talking about that, and I hear that, and I'm thinking, wow, that's that was just amazing. Well, then, Chris Cruz says, doesn't it remind you of this? And I thought, this is not a test. Oh, my gosh. It does. So, he, I, I, we were putting the Chris Cruz uh, mashup of uh, the Trump rally in Houston, loudspeakers outside, and uh, the audio from The Purge together for just for your entertainment today. This is a private event paid for and hosted by Donald J. Trump for President Inc. The broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. And you came to hear the president. To accommodate the right to free speech and peaceful assembly while ensuring an orderly rally, we have provided a secure area outside the venue for all protesters, and we ask anyone wishing to demonstrate to please exit to that secure area. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Area. Despite this accommodation, some individuals may still seek to disrupt our patriotic event, and President Trump needs your help in maintaining a peaceful atmosphere at all times. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. If a protest starts near you, please do not in any way touch or harm a protester. Please notify law enforcement officers of the location of the protester by holding a rally sign over your head and chanting, Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump. Encourage others around you to do the same until officers can remove the protester from the rally. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. We're glad you're here for this special occasion with President Donald Trump. Thank you for helping us make America great again.
You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher on the Blaze Podcast Network. <laughs> 